everybody. Welcome to Talking Disney Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about one of the classic Disney animated films. It is randomly selected by a random number generator, and we talk about the highs, the lows, everything in between of these Disney animated classics. And I'm Rachel, and Stanford's here. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, doing good. We're here to talk about one of the weirdest, <laughs> but I think entertaining in that way, one of the weirdest offerings in the history of Disney, I would say. Oh, uh, amen. Yes. <laughs> it is really an unusual film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is just the combining of ton of random stuff. And I know people, some people there's don't really like this movie. There's sort of a divide about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I just find it kind of uh, hypnotizing, I would say. Yes. yes. <laughs> Likewise. Weird. Hypnotizing, kind of strangely invigorating. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> I think so <laughs> it's a very messy movie i would say mm-hmm. i i think it's it's a lot of fun so we're exci- excited to talk about it. it's the 35th disney animated classic this was released in 1997 and uh yeah there's a lot of different aspects of this movie that we're going to talk about and then we'll talk about the, the plot but it's this strange combination of a lot of different stuff do you remember uh, going to see this movie in theaters? I do. In fact, I got an interesting story about seeing Hercules. So uh, I, one of my best friends and his wife were living in New York City in, in, in the mid to late 90s. And in, when Hercules premiered the summer of 1997, they premiered it at the uh, New Amsterdam Theater where, you know, where The Lion King mm played for i think it's still i think it's still playing there i can't remember if or maybe aladdin is playing in the new amsterdam i can't remember uh-huh. but anyway D- disney owns the new amsterdam theater in new york so they 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 were they were playing it there for like kind of like a two-week run you know they they, they instead of you know playing a, doing a stage play they were they were showing the movie and then also on the night of the premiere <laughs> they actually they sent disney sent the the, the main street electrical parade from Disneyland to New York City, and then it, it rolled down Fifth Avenue. <laughs> so wow. I don't know if you remember reading any of that. And I think, <laughs> they, I think they might have done kind of a special Hercules float for the occasion. But yeah, there I was with my friends in New York. We were watching the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> it was so random. That's really cool. But anyway, in fact, it was, it I think cool. that. I think the Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back to Disney World, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's coming back yeah. to Disneyland this summer. Disneyland, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like in in August, I think is is when it's 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 coming back. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. Uh, so the, it was very interesting. You know, there were. I mean, it was packed. The streets were packed with all these New Yorkers. You know, watching this thing, and that it was fun. And it was fun to see the movie. Although, you know, as we'll get into the movie, the movie sure is 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 is, is kind of weird. But um, what about you? What was your first time seeing Hercules? I don't know if I saw Hercules in the theater or not. I cannot remember. It, You know, I was 16 at the time, so that was right kind of when I was starting to be too cool for animation, you know? (laughs) Sort of. And I think I... I think I might have ended up seeing it it, because it got kind of lukewarm reviews. Right. So I think I might have ended up seeing it at home videos the first time i saw it i don't know i can't i cannot remember if i saw it in the theater or not uh and it's it's one that i've grown to 
I appreciate more as I've gotten older. I don't know when you watch as when you watch as many movies as you and I do. When you have one of these that's just sort of experimental and nutty, I think you appreciate it more than when you're just an average moviegoer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and so I think that that's definitely the case with me. Uh, and I don't remember ever really being kind of excited about it until I was in college and I first heard uh, as, uh, the, um, I won't say I'm love uh, uh -huh. in a recital. Somebody sang it in oh. one of the local recitals. And I was like, what is that song? And, uh, and then I went back and realized, oh, there's some really good music in mm -hmm. this movie. And one of the weird parts, so this was directed by Ron Clements and John Musker and, <laughs> and bless their heart they wanted to make treasure planet so bad yeah. they've been wanting to make this, this treasure planet movie ever since before i think little mermaid I mean, yeah they, that was like one of the first movies that they pitched yeah wasn't it yeah yeah and they just they thought this was going to be great and i think that disney from day one sensed that it was going to be a flop and they knew it but <laughs> Ron and John were such gold after a lot, you know, Little Mermaid, Aladdin. And Aladdin, yeah. Yeah, that they said, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll make your stupid film for like, or your, <laughs> your, your the one that we don't want to make. Your we'll make it. Project. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it if you make this one that will actually be successful and makes money. And so they made the deal. <laughs> and I don't know, I, I still, I don't. I don't know why they were so in love with the idea of floating yeah, it's like, ships in space. I, I, I don't know why that excited yeah, them so much. It's, it's, it's a good point because it's so interesting. <laughs> Treasure Planet so, I think, interesting to look at. But even after that initial concept, you're kind of like, what? <laughs> you're like, what's going <laughs> <laughs> to work? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't really make sense to me. I'm not the biggest Treasure Planet fan. We'll talk about that someday when we... When yeah, the, uh, I would number generator <laughs> but uh but yeah they kind of approached the movie as uh that they were going to make a comic book movie and if you think about it from that angle it really makes a whole lot of sense because if you think about the comic book movies from the late 90s you can see some of that influence yeah. you know if you think about batman and robin you think about uh you know some of these uh very kind of over the top jokey uh kind of movies uh it, it kind of makes sense what they where they were going from yeah definitely and uh to me too especially this this watch maybe because i've just been watching you know i watched a lot of turner classic movies this it has such a sense of screwball comedy yeah uh, as well as then you know i i had i had heard an interview that with Ron and John and they were talking about the character of Meg and how Meg was all, um, they like based her off of a Barbara Stanwyck kind of role. I mean, who that's kind of who they, they picture playing her if it was, you know, if they were directing a live action film and I'm not wanting to give Disney any ideas. I'm sure <laughs> it probably went already, you know, in progress. Although I think there's a stage version of this in progress. You know, we'll, I'm sure we'll yeah, I heard that, that they were thinking of a, uh, a stage version of some kind uh, i love that comic book movie idea though rachel because mm -hmm. i think that that's really that almost helps you can understand it 
better <laughs> or maybe even almost accept it better rather yeah. than just thinking what just happened to me yeah i mean it, and it definitely has a lot of takeaways to superman there's no no denying mm-hmm. i mean you have a son of the gods yeah uh, being raised by mortals figuring out his strength how he can use it to serve right. people. i mean it's very it's pretty much superman mm-hmm. but it's the pain you know the pain the earth parents and yeah they couldn't have children kind of thing and yeah right and some people i've heard complain that he's that hercules is too bland of a character that he's kind of a a male version of of a mary sue character Uh but i guess my argument about that would be that the whole rest of the movie is so busy that i don't mind (laughs) having a bit of a bland lead well he's kind of like the foundation yeah yeah you're kind of grateful in some way yeah exactly that's what i'm saying (laughs) yeah yeah, that you need like a calming influence on the Mm -hmm. uh on the movie and uh uh, but you also have a lot of other influences this is why it gets gets messy but you have definitely obviously there's the greek uh influences Uh, right which loosely <laughs> yeah but it's there there's some influences of the original greek yeah and, and kind of and as well as kind of influence the design aesthetic too right because yeah. they really wanted it to feel i think like you were in greece you know yeah yeah Ancient well greece. and then you also have the influence of of gospel music right uh, which was, <laughs> <laughs> to, to to apply sort of the greek chorus idea but to uh-huh. make it sort of literal was very clever i think it's very clever and and to turn it into yeah the kind of gospel music slash meets girl group kind of thing mm-hmm. you know yeah i, uh, I think it's it, very clever it has, too. yeah it has a definite vegas uh, uh-huh. i think feel to it at times it's very strong parody at times yeah. it's uh i mean if you look at something like this and then look at shrek to come out just a few years later there's yeah. there's some definite similarities for sure yeah and then you know in a way kind of like a sports movie you know yeah i can see that i think that you're right <laughs> an underdog yeah uh, in a movie. <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting and you've got the comic book element you've got the elements of we'll talk more about this but of a sort of a rock element pink floyd psychedelic kind of yes. element with the artwork of gerard scarfe who yeah. Uh, who is particularly in the fight with the dragon and then the um, the Titans. I think that's where you see his influence the most. Mm-hmm. That they brought him in. Yeah, he's such an interesting... I think he has such an interesting style. You know, seeing some of his comics and whatnot. And I can't say that I'm neither an aficionado or or even an, I mean, an expert on, on his work. But I've seen some of his political cartoons and different things, you know, that he's drawn. And then looking at some of the concept art that I've seen that he did for Hercules, what what surprised me, frankly, is how much of his aesthetic made it into the final film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those films that you see it in. A, it, has, it has a strong Disney look, but then also in a lot of ways it doesn't at yeah. all, you know, which I thought was kind of cool that, I wonder if that was a bone that Disney management was throwing to Ron and John. They're like, okay, you can't make Treasure Planet, but kind of feel free to be a little more adventurous with your, you know, with your character designs or what off. And I, and frankly though, too, I think that 
that's maybe one of the problems that some people might have with Hercules because it's not that it's hard to look at, but it's sure different. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. For sure. And uh, so it starts out the movie with the narrator giving our traditional narration. And it's Charlton Heston. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets interrupted by the muses. Mm-hmm. and uh you know they're very sassy you mean hercules you know kind yeah. of a thing and and all of that do you like the muses do you like that well, i love i love the muses because again i think it's a very clever way to do you know this greek ancient greek story right you know or quote-unquote ancient greek right even though uh-huh. you know maybe only by name or you know with some of the characters or the setting but uh, I, I, I love the Greek chorus and I love the Alan Menken music. I do too. Uh, I think, yeah. I almost always disagreed with the movies the in the 90s, sort of the, the big figure skating song, you know, the I Want song or whatever that, that would be everyone's favorite. Usually I wouldn't, that wouldn't be my favorite. Yeah. And it's also the case here. <laughs> I like the gospel songs so much better than Go the Distance. Than Go the Distance. It's so yeah. much better. And I, I just think, how does Alan Macon know how to write gospel? Like he can write anything he wants. Yeah, he's just he amazing. He wants. He's just, he is, he's amazing. And the lyrics are so fun. I believe it's David Zippel, who's the lyricist on this one. Mm-hmm. And she again, so clever. And I'm with you. It's like, wow, he, he can, he can go do any genre. Um, the, uh, I quite, I quite like the go the distance song, but I'm with you. I think I almost like, the more sassy gospel songs <laughs> from from the muses. Yeah. I think those are the ones that really carry carry the film. I, I love A Star is Born. Oh, I mean that's mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. And and I, and that just is it, it just really leaves you feeling feeling you know the you know after the movie feeling so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, perfect the, place. The gospel truth. That's the gospel. Yeah, the gospel truth. truth. It's so and, good. And then uh you know that the song with 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 Meg that I won't say mm-hmm. I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, One last hope is better. I mean, it's a, I just think they're all better. <laughs> and, and you know, zero to hero um, oh. is 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 really fun. Yeah. And that also has such fun animation. I know we'll get to it, but I mean, I'm with you because I, I think there's go the distance. Again, I like it just because I think, but it almost in a way it almost feels out of place in this movie because the movie's so zany yeah and then here's this same this this power ballad that the you know again i know it's the classic i want song but anyway for what it's worth but yeah. and also that song that that uh phil the trainer sings is that your one last yeah. hope or, one last right? hope yeah um again super fun classic classic alan menken but, but I still like the the gospel songs. The better. gospel songs, <laughs> so good. A million times, yeah, they're the best. They're the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 muses were voiced by and sung by uh, Lilius White, Lachance, Roz Ryan, Cheryl Freeman, and Vin- Vanessa Y. Thomas. Okay. So they, they did a great job, those ladies. And singers, and, and then animated so well. Mm-hmm. I just love, I just love the character designs and and. Uh, how they integrated them into the film yeah i hope they give them even more stuff to do more songs more in the uh uh in the broadway musical absolutely absolutely you know in a lot of ways they remind me of 
of uh, Alan Menken and and um, Howard Ashman's Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, adaptation. That's a you good know, comparison. How they've got the the girl group that mm-hmm. that are the narrators of that of that um, story. You know, yeah, and the film. And when you watch this movie, you really get a feeling that that everybody from the musicians to the animators to everybody was just just dying to do something different dying to to just try and it feels experimental even like you said in the music uh but just in every way i just feel like there were it was you could just tell sort of the end of this renaissance period and yeah. it was just kind of a burst of we're just going to try a bunch of stuff yeah. and see what sticks but um yeah. yeah it starts out with so we get that that little bit with the narrator and it, and then the muse is introducing us and we and it starts out with the birthday party basically for hercules or everybody's yeah, coming up, to, on Ma- up on Mount olympus yeah everyone's coming to pay their respects and this is when uh, zeus makes pegasus and that's pretty cute baby pegasus and, and don't you just love i love again the great character designs because they're all so different and i love mm-hmm. how they are all given kind of this different color shade and they and they're also like translucent and they you know they kind of glow yeah uh, I love, I just love how the gods, the green gods are designed. I think that's really, really fun. Do you think it's like super random that they have Paul Schaefer in this? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What? It's like, What's because it's only like one scene that makes sense where it's, it's, it's at the end where he's, you know, playing the keyboards and singing. Yeah. Otherwise it's like, why is Paul Schaefer, you know? I don't know. It's like, they, cause it's not even in like a satisfying kind of cameo way, you know? Yeah. It's like, but, oh, ha, ha. Yeah, like, what does he have to do with, with Hermes? You know, it's just like, I just, I don't, under, I don't understand either. It's, it's, it kind of made me wonder if random. maybe they had a couple other ideas and then they didn't yeah. get out. And so he's just kind of randomly in the movie. That's what I'm wondering, too, is that somehow his, his part might have just been cut. Yeah. Um, and so this is where we get inner... Torn. Can I mention also Rip oh, Torn? Yeah. Who is the voice of Zeus who who just died last week? So that's true. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and recently? he's he's yeah he's very he's got a very distinctive voice. So that it was fun to have him in that role. Uh, and this is where we first get introduced to Hades, and he's definitely James Woods as Hades is definitely the standout of the film. Absolutely, as characters, right? Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, hands down. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. hilarious he's he is perfect yeah yeah <laughs> and i know that a lot of people don't like him now because of his politics but as far as this role he was really good and so good. <laughs> and, the, and, and the animation i just thought was so good again his character design you look at gerald scarf or scarface um mm-hmm. design you know what and, and again it really really captured it i thought in in the film and i just love i love how you know what his flames change color depending on his mood mm-hmm. uh just anyway the whole everything yeah. about it so cool well and i love the whole design of the underworld because after oh, we I get, know. we're done with the birthday then we go down to the underworld and i don't know it's just it looks like kind of like a pink floyd album like it, it looks really just cool psychedelic yeah, kind of it is it's very psychedelic and, mm-hmm. and again so so contrary to what we've seen what kind of the the style that we have seen throughout the disney renaissance 
Yeah, definitely very different. And uh, I, I know just lots of really creative touches. Like I, I really think it's clever. The idea of the uh, sort of the string, the, the, the wire, whatever you want to call it, the fates cut it. And that, yeah. that's symbolizes their death and yeah. uh, or literally causes their death one or the other. And I thought that was very creative. And I, I kind of feel like the, the fates in this movie are kind of like the three witches or whatever they are in the black cauldron but done right done yes, better done better yeah. right <laughs> no, absolutely yeah I, t- I totally agree they're really they're really done well and they feel like it's they, it's like a combination of classic mythology but then also they're really funny yeah like their, their interaction with james how <laughs> you know since they know everything yeah yeah <laughs> and how he gets all frustrated they're like we know and then, and then he's like you know then his hair explodes i know you know <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of pain and panic do you think they're fun you know i think it's a guilty pleasure i really like pain and panic <laughs> and i know that that's probably i don't know if that's a popular opinion or not but i, I again i can't believe their character designs got left in the film because they're <laughs> I mean, they're really, they're really yeah. unique looking. You know what I mean? They're, they're really, and they, again, they look like they're just have jumped off the page of one of, you know, one of these Gerald scarf drawings. But uh, I think Bobcat Goldblatt, <laughs> I think he's funny. I like his voice. I think it's yeah. funny, you know? And uh, the guy who voices Panic, is it Matt Frewer, I believe his name mm-hmm. is? Um, I, I think they're funny. But what, what yeah. about you? What's your take? No, I enjoy them as well. I think they're a lot of fun. And uh, they give us a lot of funny moments between them and and um, Hades. Yeah, and they so. get kind of the classic bumbling idiots that work for the bad guy, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. The sidekicks. Yeah, I think I, I enjoy them. Yeah. And so they're supposed to get rid of Hercules. It turns out that they don't 100% get rid of him. He doesn't lose all his immortality, but he's found by this farmer couple and you see that he's creating havoc everywhere he goes he destroys the this whole village <laughs> and a kind of this opening scene uh this is the, obviously the most sort of superman of this s- scene and of this movie and then he gets home and then the, the his parents tell him where that they found him and he gets he gets on his journey to try to find his parents and become the true hero that he's meant to be and that's when we get go the distance this this was their uh disney's chance to work with the great michael bolton (laughs) it's very exciting for them michael bolton sings the end credits version (laughs) yeah Uh, and yeah. I don't know, it's it's perfectly fine, but I just think it's the most bland song of the show, and uh, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, I, I I hear you, and I think it's beautifully done. I think this is the, the you know the animation of that fancy sunset, you know, and all the stuff that is classic for that for this type of I want song, but in a lot of ways it feels so out of place because the movie's so zany. Yeah. Um, that, in fact, I think the whole, even though I know they're trying to establish Hercules, his, you know, his awkwardness as a young kid and, and all that stuff. And finally, you know, his parents have to get to a point where they to tell, you know, where they give him the truth. They, you know, that Superman moment um, uh, with the Kents, you know, that they mm-hmm. have to do. Yeah. But 
it, it almost, I mean, I, I hate to use this word racism, but it almost is like kind of boring. You know, like when he, he destroys the village, I mean, he destroys that little village and it was like, uh, okay, can we get on with this? You know, let's get yeah. on. With story. And then it becomes almost like this nonstop ride after, yeah. after the, that. The but, movie, it, it can't be denied that the movie is better when it's not about Hercules. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess if you're a Hercules purist, then you're going to be upset by that. Yeah. But, uh, but he goes to try to find his father. He finds his father. And I might, I forgot to write this down, but I think it's here. It might be in the second time he meets his father that they have the, uh, the uh, scar rug. It's, it's the set. It's second. actually, well, it's when, um, it's actually later. He's getting painted on an urn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you recall. I think it's after it's after the Zero to Hero. Okay, okay. Uh, I can remember. And yeah, we can talk about that because there's yeah. also I, they also do a caricature of Gerald. Uh, Gerald, I keep saying his name wrong. <laughs> oh, do they? There? That's funny. Yeah, yeah he's, sure. he's actually the artist painting Hercules. You know, caricature. Oh, the, that's cool. The urn. Yeah. Yeah, so he meets his father, and he gets told to in the temple, right? He goes to the like yeah. the temple of Zeus, right? And he gets told to go and to be trained by Phil, and uh, he gets Pegasus back. But Pegasus is now a uh, grown Pegasus, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a grown horse, just like Hercules is a grown dude, or a right, grown, right. <laughs> dude. And that's when he meets Phil, and Phil is very bitter about all the other heroes that he's tried to train especially achilles <laughs> yeah i thought that was this was kind of a fun yeah way. they bring up all these other stories from kind of the greek history or greek mythology and <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. achilles was the one that really broke phil's heart yeah, yeah. he hopes someday he'll be able to say that's phil's guy <laughs> yeah 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 and uh he sings yeah one last hope just fine which is kind of almost like the hakuna matata in that that's if i'm not mistaken that's hercules grows i mean that's it's like phil's i want song but then also hercules grows grows in stature and 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 it figures out how to use his strength Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that's true and uh, then he fights the river guardian and that's when he rescues meg we first get to meet meg the meg is voiced by susan egan and susan egan was already part of the disney family uh because she had played bell on in broadway yeah, she was the first broadway bell on the yeah on the broadway beauty and the beast production i thought yeah. that, so i was i always really liked how they cast her Mm-hmm. in this film too and i think she's got a very good voice for the role yeah and she said there was a panel at the last d23 oh, with yeah. i know it was amazing and so she was there and she was saying how she felt like that she was a much more natural uh meg than she was a bell even that was much more like her personality mm-hmm. and so i thought that was interesting yeah mm-hmm. well i think she really aces the role of of meg because Meg is, she's, she's vulnerable, but she's also, you know, again, like Barbara Stanwyck, you know, just yeah. like this, tough, this tough cookie. Yeah. And so, messing around and he doesn't need a man. Yeah, exactly. In fact, she has sold her soul to, yeah, Hades, to Hades because she was in love with a, uh, a man 
and then he is saved and he ends up dumping her which is the worst yeah uh, but now she's stuck with uh, this relationship with hades and so you know that's that's pretty pretty good but yeah she's a fun character and uh and so there's just this initial thing and because because hades thinks that he's gone he thinks that he's not doesn't have that strength at all uh you find out that so meg's working with hades then we get the scene at the big city he goes him and phil and you get like the little the big uh, olive yeah 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 <laughs> you get the little jokes of taxi driver stuff i'm walking here yeah. stuff like and that all, and and you want to buy a sundial yeah. and you know all this all the all the jokes this is where like I swear they must have just been in a room for weeks, if not months. And like, let's come up with every big city joke that we could apply to ancient Greece, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, some of them land and some of them don't. I think my favorite is somebody called IXII. If you remember that. (laughs) I also like the, uh, the, the vase, uh, light, stoplight i thought that was kind of funny <laughs> <I did too. laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, i just think it's just endlessly clever mm-hmm. i love it yeah. yeah it's a really really fun sequence and then so make kind of tricks him into saving pain and panic because they're like little kids and then he ends up fighting the three-headed dragon oh uh, yeah he and fights the, is, the hydra yeah and this is very uh scarfe Yes. the dragon and he, every Absolutely. time he cuts it head off it it morphs and changes and grows back yeah and doubles each yeah. time he cuts or triples i think because he cuts it off the first time and then three heads grow back right which is, right is the nature of the hydra and so that i think they use a lot of cgi in it but it looks great i think mm-hmm. i think the hydra really looks cool in this in this film what do you do you i i mean i like it but i think it does it doesn't quite go with some of the because maybe maybe because of those computer graphics Uh, this and the titans i feel don't feel like the same they they stick out to me a little bit but Uh that they feel like they're in kind of another movie (laughs) a little bit how stylistic but i hate them but i don't know um it's fun enough and uh and so he ends up saving everybody and he becomes the hero and we get the zero to hero sequence which is the best yeah that was just it's just a blast and it's that's where i think a lot of this whole sports motif comes in because it's like he's become like the michael jordan of the day you know yeah but it's 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 so fun and the animation is so fun it's just because it's animation at its most liberated yeah you know, it's just, it's, it's so quickly edited and on so much is going on, but the music is so fun. And I, I think it's a really, I, I really enjoyed watching it again. Yeah. That's when we get a lot of these parody elements that you'd see later yes. on in like Shrek and stuff. And cause Jeffrey Katzenberg was still involved at this point. Like I can totally see where kind of a lot of DreamWorks elements are sort of in this movie that then would be kind of become big parts of dreamworks uh but there's even there's jokes about disneyland there's jokes about uh about merchandising and and all the girls coming after wanting uh, attention from hercules and and you have pain wearing the sandals the air air herc (laughs) (laughs) sandals and then and hades is like now you're wearing his merchandise Merchandise and he explodes yeah really funny uh, and so Hades makes a deal with Meg that she will get her freedom if she takes down uh, Hercules. 
And uh, so she takes him on this big date to play hooky. So from- I think it's right before the day that 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 scar because Hercules right. is getting Hercules is getting painted on a Grecian urn, and he's he's I think he's really feeling frustrated and overwhelmed about his schedule or some yeah. or some stuff. And he's wearing this. He's you know like holding a sword, and then he's got uh, the mane of a lion on on his on his head, and he throws it off in frustration. And Phil uses it to wipe off whatever he he had some something on his mm-hmm. face, and he wipes off, and it's it's scar. It's fun. I mean, it's you know, it's yeah. like scar as a rug, you know, <laughs> that he's been skinned. Yeah. So then they go on the date. She's like, "We want to play hooky," and uh, and so they they go on. He's like just so smitten. And uh, they had some funny lines in there. Like he says that, uh, <laughs> it's like that Oedipus thing. I thought I had problems. Yeah. They went and saw Oedipus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that Meg is pretty sexy, like overtly sexual. Then we, uh, I don't know if we've ever seen maybe uh, Esmeralda, maybe I yeah. guess would be, but aside from her i i don't know she's just there's definitely a almost a night like i think your comparison with the screwball comedies is really there's almost like a veronica lake kind of almost yeah. quality to her kind of yeah a thing. exactly like, pretty you sexy know, she's pretty sexy and again and kind of a bad girl mm-hmm. you know in a way because i mean even though she, she meg got dumped and and, and she's a, she's a, a victim really i mean of of a bad circumstance getting stuck with hades it was necessarily her choice you know yeah but she still though yeah it's it, it's 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 unusual i think for for a disney film for sure yeah i mean i can't think of any female character aside from yeah esmeralda is the only one i can think of that but even she has sort of a sweetness about her yeah that when she's not dancing i don't think she's that sexual of a, of Meg, a character to me i always feel like and that's again why i think that barbara stanwick reference yeah. work you just feel like she's kind of been around the block you yeah, know saucy. she knows she knows what she's about yeah and so she says sometimes it's better to be alone and no one can hurt you uh, but hercules obviously is, is really smitten and phil interrupts them and tells hercules like don't trust her i don't and he says i thought you were an all-time champ not an all-time chump yeah so that's a pretty good scene and we also find out that uh pegasus is drawn to a girl pegasus but it's actually pain and panic panic yeah they trick him so they can trap him Mm -hmm. and so hercules makes a deal with hades to save meg and so he becomes he's going to lose his immortality and uh, it's for for 24 hours right so Mm -hmm. the to give the titans enough time to take over mount olympus Mm -hmm. yeah and so then the titans and i don't know the titans is just they they almost feel more like transformers or i don't know they just i they just feel weird to me i think the titans yeah and i you know i didn't have a problem with them i think because they're they get introduced to the beginning of the film on the urn mm-hmm. and so um when the, you know when the muses are talking about it so but i i i hear what you're saying because i mean it's not a huge deal but it's just something right that they just feel a little weird to me sure yeah, uh, but Meg ends up getting uh, Phil back and explaining uh, what's going on. And but before that, Hades makes a deal with Zeus to save Hercules. So there's all kinds of deals 
being, <laughs> being happening here. And uh, Meg ends up getting her, her string cut by the fates. So she's in that pool of, I don't know what you call that. It's the, the river sticks. What's it called? The river sticks. S T Y X. Again, okay. it's, 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 it's from mythology, you know, and that's where the underground place where all the, the dead spirits go. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's just kind of like this lifeless, weird, you know, stay. I mean, because, you know, no, nobody's really moving. I mean, they're not like swimming. They're just kind of, you know, they look dead. But they're, yeah. you know, just flowing through this. But yeah, that's just, the, you know, from just from Greek mythology. Mm, I love the design of that. I think it looks yeah. really cool. Oh, absolutely. It is kind of like the way that the army of the dead in um, Black Cauldron, the way they're kind of translucent. Yeah and yeah. layered but again kind of done, done correctly done right it's really cool and especially when uh hercules dives in to try to save meg and you see him slowly kind of start to age uh, within the water it's pretty cool looking i think yeah, i think so too it's it's yeah because and as hercules is swimming through there because uh or hades excuse me says to, says to him you know by the time you get her you're going to be dead too and and you can see he's he's totally kind of like doing this instant aging mm -hmm. as he's going through in the water and and the fates you know are pulling <laughs> getting ready to cut cut the string so we were, you know hurt we're all we're all sensing Hercules immediate demise but then they try to cut and they can't that's right yeah because he's still he's a god he, he was heroic enough or whatever yeah that that that's that he he regained his 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 god status. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then Hades gets sent into the, I guess, River Styx, as you said. Uh, and uh, Hercules has his immortality, but he says to his, his dad, he says to Zeus, I don't want to be immortal if I can't be with Meg. And uh, that's when we get a star is born. Star is born, which is my favorite, as we yeah. discussed. Me too. It's so good. And Phil's all proud. Phil's, Phil's boy. Yeah. <laughs> As as yeah, they've got that really cool constellation of Hercules that that the gods you know put up in the sky. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so I feel like if I wanted to watch something that's just a little bit experimental, then this would be a really fun one to watch, and also that's pretty funny. I think that can't say enough about how funny Hercules is. I mean, not how funny Hades is. Yeah, it is so funny and uh, in the role, and uh, so I think that. Uh, for the gospel songs, for the humor, for the weird experimental touches, I think it's it's a lot of fun. I'm with you. I think it's a really fun movie. It's it's a super weird movie, and I you know, and as you really as you said so well at the, at the first, if you got some familiarity with other type of film genres, it actually makes them I think more fun to watch rather than just feeling like yeah. what in the world did I just see? <laughs> I mean, I remember talking to people you know, back in 97 after seeing it. And I can't say, you know, right after I saw that I necessarily really enjoyed it or appreciated it. I mean, I thought it was fun. And but then also, you know, I was in New York. And so that was fun. And it was so cool to see it in that neat theater and whatnot. But it was more like, what in the world was this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, you know, it's been great to revisit it, particularly mm -hmm. this, 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 this more recent watch, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really podcast. Yeah, it was really fun. I uh, when my last ranking, I have it at thirty-five, so okay. kind of right in the middle. I have yeah. 
you'll be mad at me but i had uh, i had peter pan at 36 it's oh, that's fair i mean my favorite uh, i know i know, <laughs> I know that it's, just, you know, it's it's subjective and then i have winnie the winnie the pooh at uh 34 the, the, that 2011 Mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. So then, then I have Hercules at thirty-five. So that was my last ranking, and uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I think that's pretty fair. I might have a, a tad higher. I don't know. Uh, there's, there's, like as you like to say, there's sort of the the outstanding ones, the middle of the pack yeah. ones, and then the <laughs> mm, not so great ones. Yeah. This is solidly middle of the pack. I think. Yeah, that's what I, that's where I put this one too. Just just in my middle, <laughs> middle of the pack. <laughs> yeah, very good. But All it's right, uh, it's fun, and you know, and I, I think this could really translate well to its stage play. I think so too. I really do. I, I think especially if they song. added more. Yeah. Songs. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll have to add more songs. There's just oh, not enough. There's just not enough, and I don't know how they're going to do some of these zany things that happen you know how, how how's hercules gonna fight the hydra maybe i mean right. i guess they can do some cool they can do some cool stuff things with yeah, puppets cool and stuff, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah it'll be that'll be fun to see but we had a few comments on twitter on this oh, one uh we have uh from eli sanza he says hercules is hilarious i think aladdin is similarly hilarious but hercules actually rivals aladdin plus hades is my favorite disney villain and then uh we have a few more um music chick 8604 says i love all the music meg is also one of my favorite characters she just seems so normal and i love her sarcasm the sjh canada says the hercules uh, the animated series was really good lots of famous actors doing guest voices so that's oh, yeah i remember that that and that was young hercules if i'm not mistaken but it okay. was an animated series it was like that period of that very boring part of the movie if i could be wrong hmm. but i think that's what it was and they i don't think he had be i think i definitely was, missed missed all that because I'm gonna, you know, to, I was... I'm gonna have to look it up but i <laughs> i don't you know and i can't say i was a faithful watcher of it but i so i recall though that's when they set the series you know okay so kind of like in the middle part of the movie mm-hmm. or, uh know. Yeah, and so Elsie Screen Talk, he says, so underrated. Some of the most underrated music from Disney, particularly, Won't Say I'm in Love, Meg is Everything, and one of Disney's funniest films, not to mention Baby, Peg- Baby Pegasus, is adorable, and I oh, love him. Yeah. So there you go. That's what they thought on Twitter. And Excellent. Yes. And so let's see what we get next. The random number generator. Oh it's like the fates let's see we got number four so we are going to do dumbo dumbo yeah all right september will be dumbo our first golden era film to talk about i know i'm excited (laughs) me too (laughs) yeah so that will be really fun and uh, so let us know if you're listening let us know what you think of hercules uh we would love to hear your thoughts whether in the comment section or on twitter let's have a discussion that'll be really really fun and uh so stanford where can people find you well i'm on twitter at stanford clark and i also have a movie blog and podcast which is at moviespastandpresent.com great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube if you're listening on itunes if you can give us your ratings and reviews we really appreciate it 
And if you're listening on YouTube, you can give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that as well. And consider becoming a patron of all my content. Uh, we have some fun discussions in the Facebook group and we have uh, the chance for you to assign Stanford and I uh, a movie that we can talk about with a particular pledge. So that would be super fun. Oh, yeah, uh, or you sure. can have a chance to pick a family movie night uh, pick. So lots of cool perks for becoming a patron. So please check that out. I'll have the link in the description and also consider getting a uh, animation junkie t-shirt from our merch store. Uh, they're a lot of fun too. So that will be in the description section as well. So thanks so much, Stanford, for coming on talking about this with me. Thank you. We will, uh, we'll, can you believe that we're almost halfway done? It's hard to believe, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> hard to believe. This, I know. It's, it's always fun. So thank yes. you. So be with us next month for Dumbo. And again, let us know your thoughts and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. -bye. Thanks.